Hello everyone and welcome to Celtic Preacher Podcast 115. I have entitled this talk, I Don't Think I Can Do This. Yeah, that's the, that's the title. It all, only the, the mood is, it's kind of like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. I'd like to do it, but I, I, I just, I don't think I can. So that's where, we're, that's where I'm headed with this text uh, today. It seems like it's very easy for people, us, to get caught up in our inadequacies and failures and fears for that matter. You know, there's something about many of us that we, we find it easy to, oh, I don't know, list our weaknesses. You know, we, we could tell our weaknesses quite quickly, you know, what's wrong with me? But it might be harder for us to list all our good qualities or our strengths. And I was struck with uh, the disciple, the student uh, of Jesus, Peter, response to Jesus in our text today. And the background is, we're in Luke chapter five, and the background is is that uh, Jesus has called his disciples at this point. It's at the front end of his ministry. And um, the disciples know him. They don't know him that well because it's kind of new, but they've listened to his teaching. They've seen him perform uh, miracles at this point. Peter's certainly seen his compassion and his kindness. And yet, after this amazing catch of fish, Peter has a very unusual response to Jesus. And his response is, go away from me, for I am a sinful man. Now, we might not use these words in that way, um, but I think that what is happening here is, is, at the very least, Peter has caught a glimpse of himself next to Jesus, and he's really saying, I'm really not good enough to do whatever you want me to do. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really good enough to follow you. Now, he's been called. He's one of the students. He's one of the 12. But it sounds like he's feeling inadequate. It sounds like when he says, go away from me, is that he's, he's not really feeling like he's up to the task. It's like, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. And what is fascinating is, is that long, long before Peter, another prophet called Isaiah had a similar reaction. 700 years before Peter was born, he had a very similar reaction. He had this aha moment. He had a God encounter. He had a a moment of insight. And his reaction is, hmm, Oh boy, woe to me, I'm lost. I'm a man of unclean lips. And I live among a people of unclean lips. And yet my eyes have seen the king. Which is a way of saying, I think I'm getting a little bit insight into God here. And I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, there is no way I could ever be of use to you, God. There really isn't. I mean, I'm a man of unclean lips. I'm just not up to this task. Peter 
Isaiah, they have a similar response. Yeah, so there's Peter, Isaiah, very similar response, and, and way before that, Moses. Same thing. There's this pattern that runs through the entire Bible that when people feel, I suppose, in a way that God, God's eye is on them in some way, even when they want to do something, even when they feel like they should move ahead, they begin to feel a bit inadequate for the task. Moses feels completely overwhelmed. He hides his face. He says, I can't do it. I can't even talk in front of people. So, so don't ask me. St. Paul, writer of three quarters of the New Testament, same thing. I, <laughs> I've made way too many mistakes. Jeremiah, I'm too young. I point this out because most people feel inadequate when it comes to wanting, uh, I suppose, to serve God in a way or have a worthwhile life. We often feel that we lack the skills and even if we want to move ahead, even if we want to do something, we want to make a difference, we can sabotage ourselves. And the call of Jesus is always, and it's kind of a question, he says, it's like, will you follow me? Which looks like, if you unpack that, are you open to this new thing that I've put on your heart? And you know, what's fascinating is, is that God encounters people doing their regular life. You know, so Simon Peter's a fisherman. He's going about his normal business. And Jesus meets him and says, Simon, you've been fishing all night. You haven't had any luck. Take your boat out and put your nets down in this particular place. That's all he's asked to do. Now, he's a professional seasoned fisherman. He's been fishing all night. Nothing's happened. There's no fish at all. He comes to shore. Jesus comes to him and says, Simon, take that boat back out again and, and fling your nets out on this side. So <laughs> he does it. But when he does it, he pulls a net in and there is, it's, there's a, it's just like an overwhelming catch of fish. And when Simon Peter saw that, it's like, oh boy. I, I think he must have had some insight into who Jesus is. But it spoke to him at some deep level. He saw who Jesus was, but also he saw his own inadequacy because when he sees all the fish, you know, he's been trying to, he's been working at this for hours, nothing happened. Then Jesus comes along, gives him one little, you know, <laughs> instruction, he puts the nets down and he can hardly contain all the fish in his boat. So Jesus met Simon Peter going about his regular everyday business. This is the way God meets us. It is going about our regular everyday business. It could be anything. You could be, you know... <laughs> A hospice nurse, you could be a poet, you could be desiring something new. Maybe something's been brewing inside you for years and years. And it's like, you know, I've always really kind of wanted to move ahead in this particular way, but I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. Well, you know, when you believe that something is 
been put there by God. It's really a matter of, will you follow or will you not? Will you go ahead and try this? And then you might think, well, I'm not really sure I can. I feel a bit inadequate. Well, the point is, is that do you sense that this is where God is leading you? You see? Do you sense that this is a God thing? Do you sense that this keeps coming back over and over and over again? And you're thinking, yeah, I, I do think that I'd like to... I'd like to follow through on this. I'd like to make a difference here. See, that's what following looks like. It costs nothing to believe. It costs everything to follow. You can believe in Jesus, <laughs> you know, till the cows come home. It doesn't really make any difference. It's will you do, will you do the follow through. And it's the follow through that Jesus is interested in. Peter, are you willing to go back out and put your net down? Yes, I am. Okay, do it. He does it. He can't believe what happened after that, but he does it. So for following Christ, it's always been, always will be about the follow-through. Here's the instruction, Simon Peter. There he is going about his regular life. The encounter happens. You might be at the grocery store. You might be dropping your kids off at football practice. You might be making soup. You might be cleaning windows. You might be filing in the office. But a thought comes to you, a desire. I'd really like to move ahead and do this, but I just don't know if I can. I'd really like to begin this new thing. I'd like to pursue this. I'd like to try something new. I think when I pray about it, when I think about it, I have a sense. I think it's a God thing. I don't think this is just happening. It keeps coming back. Will you follow? Will you follow? Now, Peter was almost, (laughs) almost deterred by his sense of inadequacy. But we know the rest of the story, actually. He did put that to the side, and he did follow. So when Peter says, go away from me, literally in the Greek it is, get out of my neighborhood. That's the literal, get out of my neighborhood. In other words, what could I ever offer you? Why would you ever want me? Why, how could you ever use me, God? How could you ever use me? And Jesus is saying, oh, I'm calling you. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm calling you. And from now on, you're going to catch people. You're not just going to be a fisherman. You can fish. That's fine. That's good. Pays your bills. But you're going to catch people. Which is a beautiful way of talking about the difference that we make in the world. Because, you know, Jesus called his followers the salt of the earth. Uh, he, he called his followers fishers of people, and it's that idea that you can capture people alive. It's the idea of that in your life, when you follow Christ, you will have a profound in, uh, effect on people around you. you you'll bring them uh, wholeness. You'll bring healing to them. You'll bring joy to them. It's, it's, you can't not do this. I mean, this is who we are. 
as followers of Christ. It's like, Simon Peter, your, your purpose, you will capture people alive. You know, we talk about being captured by love. Well, the old word evangelism, that's basically what it is. It's like God using you to capture people alive for God's love, that it makes such a difference in their life. It's so life-changing. It's such a beautiful thing to be captured alive by God. And Jesus is saying to Simon Peter, I'm going to use you in this area. And it's not just to Simon Peter, of course, that he says this. You know, this is really the call of every student. Every student of Jesus has the same call. Now, we do it in different ways. We're not all going to be preachers. We're not all going to be teachers. Maybe you serve tacos. It doesn't matter what you do. God, when God calls you, uh, that's going to be a, always going to be a part of the call, that you will make a difference in this world. You'll make a difference in your family, your friends, the people around you. You're going to bring, you're going to bring homeless to people because you're connected to the Christ. And that's what Christ does. He, he's a healer, right? So yes, yeah, Simon Peter might be a fisherman, but his larger purpose is, the reason he's here is, or was here on the earth, was to bring life to a dying world. Jesus called that abundant life. He says, yeah, my followers bring abundant life, whatever they go, whatever they go. It's a whole new understanding of living and being in the world. No longer led by fear. No longer plagued by feelings of unworthiness. And yeah, we feel unworthy at certain times, but we're not going to, we're not going to let it dictate to us, right? We feel inadequate at times, but we're not going to stop us. It's not going to stop us from moving ahead, right? We're no longer defined by what people tell us when we follow Christ. We're no longer defined or held back by what's missing or our past mistakes, or as Peter would say, his sins, or his wrong choices, or his low self-esteem, or his unworthiness. No, that doesn't get the final word. It's like, Peter, yeah, I hear you. Put it to the side now. Come on, let's go. Follow me. Yeah, it's one of the <laughs> amazing it's one of the amazing things about following Christ is you actually get a new identity in many ways. It's like, remember why you're here? Well, but I just serve tacos. No, no, you don't just serve tacos. <laughs> it's a lot bigger than that. I'm calling you to follow me. And when you follow, you will bring, you're a life bringer. You'll fish for people. You'll capture a life. That's what you'll do. So I'm suggesting that it's not just Simon Peter that has his troubles with inadequacy. It's everyone. Some more than others, but everyone has it to some level or another. And it's not just Simon Peter that's called to capture a life. Everyone does that. Every follower does that. Now, some are, are <laughs> you know, more skilled than others, I suppose you'd say, or, well, by skill, they mean more loving, because I think that's really what attracts people in the long run. You know, what attracts people to, to Christ? Uh, love. 
because that's what people want, that's what they need, that's what they long for, that's what they were made for. Uh, that's why people come to Christ in the first place. And when people say that they're not interested in God, it's because they don't know that it's about being loved. You know, they've got some other idea. Uh, and I'm very hesitant to believe people when they say, no, I don't really believe in God. I'm not really interested in that. It's like, well, you know, you don't know what it's about then. Because nobody can say no to this. This is irresistible. This is why we were made. We were made to be loved. There is nothing to compare to that. There's nothing to compare to know Christ is, as Jesus would say, it's finding the treasure in the field. It's what life's all about. Wake up to that and you wake up to yourself. Come alive to that and you come alive to life. Yeah. To follow the right voice, the voice that leads to life. Yes, it's, it's a great thing to be called, isn't it? It's a wonderful thing to be called. I think our, our caution in the text is, uh, let's not be put off by our feelings of inadequacy. If you have a little spark in there, you know, if this thought keeps coming to you, something new that you want to pursue, or a conversation that you want to have with someone, or you want to start something that maybe has a little bit of risk involved in it, but you, have, you really want to do it. And you sense that it's God that's prodding you and that you sense that it's God that's leading. The encouragement in the text is, there's not a living soul that hasn't entered into following Christ without some apprehension. All the major figures all the major figures in the Bible had apprehension. But they went on regardless of their apprehension and God met them in a special way. And that's what faith looks like. It looks like God meeting us in everyday life. It looks like us not listening to our inadequacies and fears, moving on ahead in faith. It looks like God meeting us and we can accomplish more than we can ever ask or think. Ever ask or think. That's the promise. That's the promise in the scripture. There's the prayer. There's the heart cry. God, help me to put my inadequacies to the side and help me to push on ahead knowing that you are with me and that you will help me every step of the way. Well, thank you for joining me. You have been listening to Celtic Preacher. Join with me again next week for another episode.